Recorded from the Mesa Gilbert line in Arizona, here's Pawson J. Healy. Oh yeah, thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time out of your day to listen in on the Hairdo Uncut podcast. Uh, This is our first episode, and I wanted to take time to really talk about what the expectations should be for this podcast, for this show, and, you know, what's to come and why it came about. Um, Full disclosure, I do not do hair. Uh, the way I got in this industry was through Hairdo Salon in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, my mother-in-law, Suzanne Bell, has owned the salon for 17 years this year. That's a long time. If you think about how um, how competitive it is, I mean, just so people who don't know how Arizona is, I'm sure it's like this in many other cities, but I mean... I didn't I should have I should have counted before I came on the show but between in like a 5 mile stretch along baseline there's probably like 8 or 9 salons like it is ridiculous and I am just so you guys know I am recording while I'm in the salon and I've got stylists poking their tongues out at me and staring at me as I do this um So it is just competitive. And the fact that Suzanne has been able to have a salon, a small business for 17 years, just speaks to uh, her faith in people and her dedication and hard work. It's just it's just amazing. And she she let me work the front desk uh, back in 2008 uh, when I was married to uh, my wife, her daughter. And, you know, I would just kind of help out once in a while. And then I started, you know, helping out with finances and marketing and and, and stuff like that. And then in 2015 is when I joined full time in running the salon. Uh, Suzanne has given me the opportunity to explore things in the business and mature and learn uh, an industry that, frankly, I was oblivious to growing up. I mean, I grew up in a I grew up in a in a house that valued uh, the 50 cent shampoo and was like, oh, that's so good for your hair. It's not. It's not. Just so you know, if you're buying Suave right now, it's time to it's time to readjust. But we'll we'll dive into all those things on on other episodes. But um, this podcast is one example of her trust in me and the fact that she allows this stuff to happen is just awesome. And, and in all parts of our lives, it's just great to have people uh, be around us, support us, and, and love us. But it's more important to me that the support comes in allowing people to expand themselves and take risks. And Suzanne's let me to kind of take this risk and, 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 and start the show and, and do a bunch of stuff that's just a a little bit out of our comfort zone and a lot of other people's comfort zones, and I'm and I'm glad she's she's able to do it. But I I, I just feel blessed, uh, lucky, honored, however you want to look at it. Uh, I feel I feel all of those things wrapped into one. 
Now, just a little bit, like I kind of mentioned, uh, I grew up in a family that did not value hair. I had terrible haircuts. My dad cut my hair for a long time. Uh, hair care, you know, I, I walked around with the L.A. Looks gel that flaked after a little while. Uh, washed my hair with the suave, and that's probably part of the reason why I lost my hair. And <laughs> I don't have don't have any more. But I, I grew up in Seattle and uh, I lived in Southern California my senior year of high school. Uh, I lived in Nebraska for a couple years and now I live in Arizona. Uh, I went to ASU, Arizona State University, uh, left with a business degree, and I enjoy doing the things that most most other people do. I, I, I go hiking with my family. I watch sports. I play sports, love basketball, love golf. Uh, those are my two home run. Like I just, I just love those. Um, watch movies. You know, spend my time on Netflix uh, and spend my time with, uh, with again my wife and kids. Uh, and but I one thing that I just love to do is try new restaurants. I love going to not only a new restaurant that's popped up, but maybe uh, a restaurant I've never been to or tried a food that I, I I've never tried before. Uh, just just something that I really like to do. I, I am a bit of a movie and song quoter. Uh, I can't guarantee that it'll always happen on a show, but I do it a lot around the salon, just kind of off the cuff. And so now I am new to this podcasting arena from a present content standpoint. I really spend a lot of time. I do listen to some podcasts. There's some motivational podcasts. Uh, there's some podcasts of stars and information that I that I like to listen to um, and so I'll be working through a format to really that that really will speak to hopefully a good chunk of people uh, I want to make sure that this is this podcast takes uh, this show hairdo uncut that this 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 is really to the point and it brings value to you so you're not spending you know there's some podcasts I've, I've listened to you know that like they an hour and a half, two hours on an episode. And it's just, the goal is to not be able to do that. I won't guarantee that there won't be an episode where there's a lot of information to get out there, but the, the, you know, we just want to make sure. And, and, you know, I ask for patience as we, as we work through how this show should be structured and if there's going to be a co-host uh, and, and what's going to bring the most value. You know, I was just reading, I'm going to pull this, pull this up here. Um, American Salon Magazine. Um, it was a really interesting article where it said that uh, 60%, 68% of women are unhappy with their hair. In the, in the article itself, it says, in a recent har hair, excuse me, in a recent hair RX study conducted with 1,000 women, 80% of the participants aged 30 to 60 admitted that their hair can influence their personal outlook and 68% of them are unhappy with their hair. So the, the article goes on, um, you know, to kind of ask some questions of some professionals in the hair industry. And, you know, it, it's just very interesting. Like the first question they ask, if a woman expresses unhappiness with her current style, how do you approach the situation? Uh, and, and just to give credit to this, I, for, I forgot to do this. The, this article was written uh, December 20th, uh, 2017 by Michelle McKelvey. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that last name right. Michelle McKelvey of American Salon Magazine. Uh, the first question that was posed to a few uh, professional, professionals 
If a woman expresses unhappiness with her current hairstyle, how do you approach the situation? Uh, Daniel Rolden, a Matrix artistic director, I, I just kind of highlighted a few. I, I, in, each, in each question, I just highlighted one of the professionals and what their responses were. Uh, Daniel's response was, I approach it with the same mindset I do every client. I'm here for her and only her or him, I'm sure he meant, as well. Uh, I treat every guest like a celebrity. Uh, the next question they go to is, how do you address customers' hair goals during an appointment? Uh, James Le Bosquet, uh, Keratin Complex artist, uh, he said, compare what they have and where they want to ultimately be. When you have a clear understanding of the end goal, or once you have, sorry, once you have a clear understanding of the end goal, you can then plan out their grow out phase and create a look they desire. Now, that, that's such a big deal in that, uh, you know, once you get something done with your hair, there's a next step. And then there's a next step to have healthy and luscious and beautiful hair. And, you know, it's just really important for a stylist to be ready for that because that's their job. And, you know, it's the to the benefit to you. So, so many, I hope, I hope that when you all are going in to see your stylist, that they are trying to not only consult with you, but solve your problems and be able to think next step because not everything can happen in one sitting. It's not going to be a home run every single time. Sometimes it's just going to take a little bit of time for comfortability to happen between, you know, the, the stylist and the client and, and, and really understanding the hair. So, uh, but the stylist is really going to be focusing on going to that next step for their, for their clients. And that's, that's the most important thing. Uh, the next question, how often do you have clients who are seriously unhappy with their current style? Uh, Daniel Tetralt, wow, these are really difficult names, of Trust Brand Specialist. Most of the time, they sit in my chair and say, I need something different. What I hear instead is, I need a pick-me-up. I'm in an appearance slump, as and as stylists, we need to read between the lines and understand where their contempt is coming from. So it's a very interesting, you know, when somebody says something easy, like, I, I need something different, uh, you know, sometimes you just need a pick-me-up. Maybe you need just something a little bit changed, a little bit of a tweak to just give some sass or, or give, some, give some attitude with that hair. <laughs> um, and the last question, how can stylists shift these statistics? And James LeBosquet, I had to pick this one uh, again from him because it's just an amazing, it's just an amazing uh, uh, response. Communication is imperative. How does she style her hair? What products does she use? Once you understand the person you're working with, it's about tailoring a haircut to fit her face shape, bone structure, hair type, and texture. When your client is wearing a bespoke hairstyle that's when they feel confident and beauty it's just it, it's so true it's so true it's something that we've really pushed for and we really focused on uh here at hairdo salon and where i think the most professional and the most the, the best hairstylists do is they communicate they they set the right expectations they they listen to their clients and they 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 work together to make something that uh that, that the client can be absolutely happy with. And, and it's just, it's just fantastic. But it's crazy to me that 68% of women are unhappy with their hair. I, I, 
I just don't feel that that should that that's not right. We should feel beautiful and confident. So we help with that because I will tell you right now, there is some terrible and misinformation out there about hair. And we need to set the record straight because you hairdoers deserve better. Wherever you are, your hair deserves better. And you just need to learn how that can be achieved. Um, it's just really, really important. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually a member of a couple beauty groups and just listening to people, you know, struggle with their hair and stuff and then get more bad information because they're not going to a professional stylist is just it's it's crazy to me and mainly because you can be doing more and more damage to your hair and it's just really important to to look at stylists as a professional and and stylists to act professional you know that and that's the idea behind this behind this podcast really is to bridge the gap that's happening between client and stylist and really like help stylists understand maybe what clients are thinking so um, anything that you as as a client want to say to a stylist or something that you wish stylists understood when you're sitting in the chair, whether you're a new client or a repeat client or a client that's just, you know, wants a change and doesn't know how to express that. Like we want to be able to help with that and we want to be able to to open up those lines of communication. So, you know, tweet at the show Hairdo Mesa. Uh, if you go on Twitter, Hairdo Mesa, uh, you can you can even especially would be great putting the hashtag uh, Hairdo Uncut. And um, and we will I, we will respond to that. We will. I, I want to be able to help with that. Uh, we do because I, I, I'm going to have stylists and and Suzanne's going to be able to help me to answer questions. And like I said, we're going to have other other stylists on. Uh, have other stylists on um, as, as we get going. But uh, but all of this segues into the idea of the podcast topics will be things that I have noticed in the industry that I think clients need to be aware of. I'll have articles on hair and and that I think are relevant. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to connect with owners. So the, the idea behind, um, I, I'd like to talk to owners in other salons in, in other states uh, so we can kind of get like a national feel for what exactly people are struggling with. Because, for example, here in Arizona, it's dry and it's hot a lot. And or warm, you know, it's actually beautiful all the time, except for, you know, those dreaded June, July, August months when it's a million degrees outside and we our faces melt off when we walk outside. But if you, you know, if you're a person who is getting a blonde an ombre, a balayage uh, highlights, you, you walk outside and you're blow drying your hair in the morning, then you walk outside and it's 110 outside, your hair is going to be brittle and it's going to dry up and it's going to feel funky and turn into cotton candy. Now, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a professional hairstylist, but when you go to Florida, I'm sure they have more of a frizz and more poofiness str struggling because it's so humid there. So, and, and I'm sure in the Midwest where it gets a little bit colder and Northwest, like it's all just different. And I want to be able to bring in owners and interview them over Skype and I've got some salons that I'm watching and if you're an, a salon owner or and you um, you'd like to come on and kind of talk about your salon and the struggles that you go through I, I'd love to have you on I'd love to interview you and let's connect and do that um, so you know that's that's where the idea behind uh, kind of grabbing a, uh, some owners in different states so um, 
and I'd love to get professional hairstylists. Now, I am going to bring in the, uh, a lot of professionals from Hairdo Salon because there's their stylists that I know where their training has come from. Uh, Bumbling Bumble and Schwarzkopf come in here and educate. Suzanne is the main educator here. She's done hair for a long time. And if you go on her Instagram, at Suzanne Bell, uh, you'll see that she, she's just amazing. And, she, and it just comes so naturally to her. She's somebody that's always educated herself. No matter how long she's been in hair, she... She really grasps on to big, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of a lot of hair things that are just it's abnormal how good she is at being able to take something from education and apply it and then teach it. Like it, it's it really is incredible. So those stylists and Suzanne um, may be coming on to kind of clarify a few things and to and to uh, provide some. But I'd love professional stylists in other states to come in and and interview them so that that's kind of going to be the the goal um my my real goal is really to bring value to you guys and 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 how they and how you interact and view your hairstylists and i want to be able to find ways to enhance that relationship i i listen to it all the time and you know i hear stylists you know want um you know they 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 want to have that loyalty and clients feel like oh if i go someplace else i'm cheating like but you know if you love your stylist she makes you absolutely happy that's perfect i want to hear from you guys too because i think there's stylists that don't know how to to do that that may benefit from understanding how that client loves why, why you as a client love your hairstylist. And hairstylists, it'd be great to hear from you guys to hear what are some great things that clients do that, that are really, really helpful. And, and those are the types of topics that I'm going to be covering, but I would love to hear back from, from people on that. Um, you know, and my, my, one of my goals is also to, to bring on some, uh, some professionals from, uh, from, uh, from different brands of, of uh, uh, professional products. So, uh, okay, so the way you can connect with the show and the the salon is, and with the salon is by the usual places. Um, for the show itself, uh, please, I, I'd love to get emails in to hairdouncut at gmail.com. That's again, hairdouncut, all one word, lowercase, at gmail.com. Uh, I sent out the Twitter, or I, uh, I, I, let a, I, I let you guys know about the Twitter, but it is hairdo mesa. Um, and uh, always you can follow the salon on Instagram hair underscore D O underscore salon. Uh, if you want to, if you, if you want to follow me on Instagram, uh, I, I don't have any hair on there. I mainly it's centered around, you know, the stylist at the salon and, and, uh, you know, there's going to be some stuff on the podcast, but you can follow me at Paulson J Healy. Um, but I will have those up there. You'll be able to find this show. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to be putting it on iTunes. Uh, our, it, it'll obviously be blog, uh, uploaded on our blog, hairdosalon.net. Uh, I'll run this uh, on YouTube. I'm not fancy. We're not fancy enough yet uh, to figure out the video while we stream, while we, while we record. We're going to be working on that. But uh, for right now, um, we're just going to be, we're just going to be putting out the audio and, and, and hoping you guys find, you know, have a good time listening. Uh, for those of you who are uh, professional stylists, we will have content for you as well. Um, we want this to be a little bit of a place for validation, but information as well. And I sincerely thank you for joining us on the first show. And 
make it a great hair day, everyone.